This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The IRS is the most feared agency in the world. You've heard ads from other companies offering to help taxpayers only if they owe over $10,000. Here at Platinum Tax Defenders, we're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and we're proud to be one of the only tax firms in the country who understands that people who owe less than $10,000 need help just as badly. The IRS doesn't care how much money you owe. They'll still garnish your wages and even seize your assets. So whether you owe just a few thousand dollars or hundreds of thousands, call now for your free tax consultation. If you qualify, we may even be able to reduce your tax debt down to a small fraction of what you owe. So don't wait until the IRS seizes your property and garnishes your wages. Call 800-579-4967 and get your tax problem resolved once and for all. That number again is you uh, have your get-out-of-jail-free card. I know Jeffy's a big fan of uh, this particular movement. You could never have enough of those. There's nobody that would pardon you, though, I will say. Nobody would pardon you. I just uh, want my record expunged. Expunged. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of this is going on. It's actually an interesting part of our system, sure I think, um, in that it's constitutional. It's one of the few things the president's actually supposed to do in the Constitution. <laughs> is and they could beat people. up for it. Yeah, it's weird. And pardon people that he feels like pardoning. There's really no standard... Um, the only no. thing I can't, he can't par- uh, pardon people who are impeached, right? That's the only, I right. think that's the only limitation really on And then it. there was the limitation of why he can't because of the, the state convictions, right? He can't Right, he can't has to be federal, right. yeah, I guess, prisoners. or uh, It's an interesting thing, though. It sure in that, is. And it only comes up every once every four years, and you kind of spend a week learning about it again. <laughs> then it goes And away. then forgetting about it again. Uh, but, Unless you have records that you need to have expunged. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think you're... <laughs> record is ever going to be expunged or sponged off or anything. It's, it's really, Ooh. really disgusting. Um, I will say uh, it's kind of an interesting uh, situation in which, thank you, Pat, um, the, no problem. Um, it's, uh, uh, it's an interesting situation in that. Oh, like, your camera's over there. Yeah. <laughs> My mistake. Oh, wow. Yeah, we actually. I'm sorry, you were saying. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, the Manning thing is interesting in that it's kind of a surprise. I think we were talking about this off the air. Would Chelsea Manning be pardoned if she wasn't Chelsea Manning? No. Nope. No. I, I think the answer to that is probably uh, there's no way she agree. would be. 
Um, you know, if it was just Bradley Manning who came in and leaked a bunch of stuff and got the exact same sentence, I don't think there's any – because you wouldn't – there would be no celebrity factor to it. Um, I don't think there's any chance uh, that, that there would be a pardon there. But Chelsea gets it, I think, largely because she's been a cause uh, of, of the left for a long time. I'm sure lots of pressure coming to Obama to say, you do this, uh, I've given you lots of money, pardon her. Mm-hmm. Um, so there him. you go. Her, him, him, her. I think that's what happened there. Whatever. The Assange thing is kind of is interesting as well. <clears throat> um, this story is changing by the minute. Um, listen technically to this wording because I, I reported on, uh, well, I read uh, and then said, read and said is a little bit different than reporting. Um, <laughs> but I read and said on radio earlier today that um, Assange had said, because he, he made a deal a long time ago, if you, if you have, um, uh, if you pardon Chelsea Manning, then I will be extradited to the United States and face my, my crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, no one believed him at the time, uh, but they also didn't believe that Chelsea Manning would get a pardon. Well, Chelsea Manning got the pardon. So uh, listen to this very specific wording. Uh, this is from uh, the WikiLeaks account. Assange lawyer uh, ass- on the Assange Manning extradition deal. Everything that he has said, he's standing by. Oh, huh. Hmm. Well, you'd think. Hmm. Okay. And, I, and that's how I, t- I saw the headline, read a little bit of the story, seeing, okay, well, that means he's saying he's actually going to do this. And my thought process on that is obviously he didn't expect to spend any time in prison. He would expect Donald Trump to pardon him. They're like best friends now. So uh, why wouldn't you come to the United States? I mean, it's the best Mm -hmm. place you could be uh, because you have a president in the United States who's sitting there protecting you and would not allow extradition from any other country. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it actually would be a really smart move for him to get here. Uh, That being said, afterwards, after this statement, they said, ah, you know what? That particular commutation of her sentence didn't meet the standards that we set out in this deal. So, no, I'm not coming. So that's where they stand right now. Assange's like, yeah, I know you did what I said I wanted you to do, but you didn't do it the way I said I wanted you to do it, even though I never really was specific on that. But what I was mm. thinking was something different. So therefore, sorry, I'm going to stay in here in the Ecuadorian, uh, you know, uh, uh, room. Embassy. He, I mean, room in the embassy that he's been living. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where that stands uh, today. I, I do expect, um, they expect significant, um, substantial amounts of commutations and uh, pardons here in the last um, uh, several uh, hours, really. Of we'll see if he takes any heat for uh, Chelsea today. I mean, he's supposed to have his last little press conference sometime today. Well, the beauty of this is it doesn't matter, right? I mean, he could take heat, and, and there is some amount of heat, um, as, uh, uh, you know, it was discussed briefly um, and importantly in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You don't want this much heat. Uh, and then Cameron said, no, I want it. If I didn't want it, I wouldn't let you take me out today. And I think there's a, there's a situation here where Obama might feel that. If there's too much heat, yes, there's a possibility he backs off of something that he might be doing. But the, the system for this particular purpose is beautiful. Mm-hmm. He just gets to freaking do it and walk out the door. Well, you I'm, know? The I mean, the I'm only, still the president. Yeah. Talk to you later. See you later. Bye. It's an amazing, th- it's an amazing part of a country that is structured the way ours is, that went through such lengths, more than any other nation ever on earth, to have checks and balances on executive power that you can just take the last minute of office, just let everybody go if you want. Oh, you in people theory, say that, I don't believe in the Constitution. It's yeah. right there in the Constitution. I get to do this. Yeah. All, all, I mean, he would have to do, as Glenn was kind of throwing, tossing around the idea of anyone with a <clears throat> just a marijuana um, uh, conviction and nothing else. 
um, would he pardon all of those people? Now, my understanding is he'd have to do them all individually, um, which would be, unless he's been working on this for months and months and months, it would take some time. However, would not be surprised if he did something like that or tried to do it. Um, I, the, the only thing stopping him is if he went through the procedures correctly, because you could do, he can do whatever the, really the hell he wants. Even if they're connected people, politicians mm. he's worked with, people have donated him all this money, it might look bad. People look back on Mark oh, well. Rich and said, hey, we didn't think you should have done that. You know what Bill Clinton said? Screw you. <laughs> I did it, and I'm doing it, and bye. Yeah. I mean, it really yeah. is that straightforward. And it, this also kind of sets a precedent that if you're going to commit treason, uh, just be gender confused. Yeah. Um, you don't even have to actually have the surgery. Just say, you know what? Oh, man, I'm thinking about becoming a woman. I feel like a woman inside of me. Man. Or if, or if, or, or if you're like a, a woman, woman you, you feel like a man. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be pardoned for whatever heinous uh, traitorous act. Uh, you've made and you'll be fine. And, and I mean, you're saying that a tad in jest, um, but I think the, the truth is. But just it might, a tad. It, right. It might not guarantee it, but I would say it definitely ups your percentages. You better believe it, it. Especially if there's if a, a Barack it. Obama in office. I mean, it's not going to necessarily. I don't think everybody who went in there and said that would, would, would be immediately, uh, you know, have the Bradley Manning uh, treatment. However, I, I do think it ups your chances. I mean, you know, because you can get if you can get that sympathetic story. I mean, and people look at you. Half the country looks at Chelsea Manning and says, "Oh, that poor victim oh, of tra- this terrible he, thing." He's, tra- he's struggled with trying to stay alive. He's tried to, yeah. Or she's tried to kill herself over this. That's a big struggle. So many people go through that. We L- should take care. Look of at the history of commutations. I'm, I'm just looking at Fox News right now. They've got a, a stat up: thirteen hundred and eighty-five for Obama. The the next closest is like two hundred something. He's done 10 times as many as the next closest. And the Bushes did something like, you know, under 100. So it's, it's unbelievable. The commutations and pardons this guy, which totals, I think, so far 1,597. So it's almost 1,600 already, and he's still got tomorrow to go through. And who knows, maybe part of Friday until uh, noon. So it, it's he could do something uh, really extraordinary and and do like you you mentioned you know maybe pardon every person who's in prison for for marijuana or prescription drug abuse or uh, you know heroin or cocaine or smack or I don't know what the guy would do I mean he was part of the Chum gang so you know he's probably not that pissed off by people doing drugs. Well, the other thing too is, and he's made this point, if he had. Uh, smoked on the wrong day at the wrong time, he probably wouldn't be president of the United States. It could be, yeah. yeah. I mean, right. and, 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 you know, I think he looks at that seriously. He yeah, should he, have he been in jail like these other people were. Uh-huh. He didn't get caught, so he avoids the, the charges. Well, I mean, the only right way to make that, uh, to justify that is to make sure these people don't face those same charges. Right. Um, you know, again, that's not my uh, thinking on it, but I think it's part I of him leveling the playing field for the social justice he believes in. Yeah. And will that include who will that include tomorrow? It'll be really interesting to see. The Polanski one will drive me crazy. Oh, if he does gosh. that. I can't, I can't I, imagine. I, can't I don't imagine think he, he will. Can do that. I don't think he will. I mean, of this list. And let me give you this quick list that we had. We talked about on radio. I don't, these, I don't even think Snowden's possible. I don't think Snowden or, or Assange are, are likely at all because of the perspective of they're trying to sell Russia as dangerous and these yeah. leaks as dangerous. So they, right. well, that doesn't fit. That would defeat doing. that purpose. Petraeus. I, I feel like it's, a I, it's unlikely, but not impossible <laughs> because. You know, it would it would be a it would make him look bipartisan in his last moments, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, Petraeus didn't do anything horrifically awful. He 
had, uh, I mean, you know, in these, uh, there's lots of qualifiers on that statement, but I'm comparing it to, Mm -hmm. you know, legitimate, you know, a murderer, right? Like, I mean, what he did is he had an affair, and as part of that affair, the affair is not even what his problems are. The part of the affair was that he leaked uh, classified information to his mistress who was writing a book. And you leak classified information as a, you know, a, a high-level military, military guy, it's pretty bad. And he, mm-hmm. and, he, and he did really do that. I mean, it mm-hmm. wasn't like one of those things where he was just railroaded. He actually really did some things that were uh, wrong. However, it wasn't the worst thing of all time. There's no evidence to, uh, to, to make anybody believe that it led to anyone being hurt or anything else. It was just a really stupid thing. And no thing one ever doubted his, his belief that uh, the United States of America was number one and he was always fighting for us forever yeah i think i think he i think at moments he put his own personal life ahead of those concerns and and that is why he got in trouble that's right however when you look at his entire career what you see is a an incredible level of service for almost all of it and in a really important but one big slip up and uh hopefully I would, I would, I would not be upset about that one. I would be, I would think that would be a, a cool gesture. I doubt it will happen because I would think it might be possible. This will be a cool gesture. Um, yeah, uh, Bo Bergdahl's more po- possible. Bo, Bo Bergdahl's Bergdahl, a great. Oh uh, that's gosh. a possibility. I think that one's definitely possible. Leonard Peltier, I think, is is possible. possible. It's Maybe been not probable. It's been sort of a cold case for a long time. Uh-huh. I've never heard Obama rail about it that often. Yeah. But it's so far in the in the memory banks and so deep. I don't know that people would really react to it well, anymore. Well, we forgot his name for a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just know, not something that people talk about a lot. Uh, Peltier, uh, not Peltier, but we, we just talked about him. Uh, uh, um, who's the other one? Oh, Mumia. Abu Jamal. Abu yeah. Jamal. Mm-hmm. Killed uh, uh, officers in, uh, in, in Philadelphia. He, it, um, he might say, yeah, it's been long enough. And also, he has been long a enough. long record of not believing police accounts of things. Right. He has a and long a record of celeb among yep. the Hollywood elite. Yeah. I mean, that one is real. The problem with that one is jurisdiction, I guess, because it was a state crime. Um, it might not... It would, he would have a jurisdictional fight over it. Um, so that would be... Uh, uh, that would be problematic in that, you know, it's his last hours of office. How could he, you know, win that? Um, yeah. So I don't yeah. know. That probably wouldn't happen. If um, they fight him on it. And they, they probably would. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't... Yeah, it's, I don't know the process it wasn't well federal. With, with the state law yesterday. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't know the process. I was just thinking that he... It, I, I could see him doing it and then leaving the fight yeah, up let, to the others. And if the fight... You lose I'm it, doing it. Uh, you, know, you go ahead and fight over it. I wouldn't be shocked. Right. I mean, it would not be shocked. And Glenn actually predicted that uh, a couple of years ago, said this will happen. He also predicted the blind sheik, this will happen. I don't think uh, so. I don't think so. Again, that's another no, big I terrorism I, I don't one. buy the blind sheik. Yeah, I, uh, but I mean, you know, who knows? I would that would cause Goes quite an uproar. Ethel Rosenberg, I could see totally. <laughs> Ethel, she's dead. <laughs> right? Who cares? No, but I could see you know, it as a statement, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, their family wants it done. You know, she was. Uh, would she die in the fifties? Uh, maybe. I don't know. That's good. Earlier, earlier. yeah. Ethel. But I mean, <laughs> Ethel. But the, you know, her husband was the one. I think most accounts uh, was more involved in it, but she was involved in spying on you know in treason. Um, and uh, but again, treason to who, right? I mean, and the, you know, to the, Barack Obama does not see uh, that threat the same way that not at that, all. that the rest of America not does. Um, he might also pardon Ethel Merman, who's also been dead I don't for a think while. He- Ethel Merman did. Ethel anything. Merman was oh, she was guilty of one of the crime, biggest crimes against humanity. Uh, just horrible, horrible music, horrible music. No, I agree with that. I didn't yeah, know that it was she a crime convicted. against humanity, and uh, and so. He may pardon her. He might. I will I don't say. Know. If he pardons Ethel Merman, I think that harms his legacy in a way that he doesn't want to happen, though. So Sorry. he may not do that. 
I cannot say that this is inaccurate. Uh, but if he goes two ethels in one day... He could go double ethel. I mean, a lot of people will go... You know, and Jeffy has a whole site dedicated to double ethels. There's plenty of jokes with double ethels yeah. coming at me right about now, too. So, mm-hmm. um, so uh, there probably are. Our listeners are so great. Uh, there probably are uh, a million double ethel jokes. Yes, right. I would say that. Uh, and then Hillary Clinton is the other one kind of tossed out there. I think that's... Pardon her before she's convicted right. of anything? Yep. Uh, that'd be weird. You could do it, though. You could do it. I mean, it's in a way, it's what happened with Nixon, right? Because he, he wasn't actually... Convicted? He, he was... No, he wasn't convicted. He was impeached, or they started the process, or were going to start the process. But they didn't actually impeach him, and he wasn't convicted right. of anything. And now, my understanding so is... So they did pardon him. If he was impeached, he could not be pardoned. Um, which is probably a good right. part of the reason why yeah, yeah. he bailed out right. before that happened. And then he was yes, actually he did not want that on his record. No. To be the only the second president to ever be impeached. And instead, that, that honor went to uh, Bill Clinton. So that was kind of nice. Who was the first? Uh, was it Johnson? Andrew Johnson? Mm. Maybe? No, uh, I think I th- it was. Mm. I don't um, know. Uh, so I don't know if there's any. I don't know if any of those would happen. I think if I were to guess at one of those to actually happen, I would say Bo Bergdahl. Yeah. Um, that would be my guess as well. That's yeah. the most likely, I think. Although that did happen. Because most people have forgotten about it. It's really calmed down. But, like, you know, the, the things that happened during Obama's term. When did the, the, the Bradley Manning thing, when did, that, when did that start, Jeffrey? Do you have the uh, dates on that? What was the start date on that? Because you're more likely, obviously, to see him pardon someone from the Bush administration because you'd say, well, the Bush administration treated them unfairly and he screwed them, but they should have screwed him because he was a bad president. When, when, a, when a military guy goes and leaks secrets against your administration, you're less likely to be, uh, you know, uh, understanding. Right. Well, the, the court martial was in 13, right? 2013. Right. But when, so, I mean, it had to be during Obama, right? I think I it is. Remember. I think that was during Obama. Because, I mean, WikiLeaks hasn't even been around long enough yeah. to be Bush, I know. We'll check well, on no, that. There was definitely WikiLeaks during <clears throat> Bush. Because uh, that was the first WikiLeaks thing was during Bush. With all the helicopter stuff. and mm. um, Although, maybe it was just video from the Bush administration, but it happened during Obama. And te- is, is that the Bradley early Manning? 2010, so. Yeah, that's so, Obama. That's when the video came Obama. up. But that was, was it video? Was Bradley Manning the source of, like, the helicopter attacks on the civilians and stuff, those videos? I don't know. I can't remember. I'm getting remember. all these guys confused. As Glenn did all, earlier We'll today. look into it a little bit further. In the meantime, uh, it's really time for you to take a step towards self-reliance. And you do that with My Patriot Supply. It's really easy to prepare emergency food, and it tastes really good. It's not like, you know, like Glenn always talks about canning, or like I've talked about in the past, the buckets of wheat and barley and beans and or, rice. Or as I've talked uh, about in the past, uh, one thing you could do uh, in addition to My Patriot Supply is uh, when you order Chinese food, you keep the soy sauce packets. You keep the duck sauce. <laughs> Rather than just throw them away. A lot of people yeah. do that. You keep them and in you the, don't in need it. to. So like, you know, you're talking mm-hmm. real long-term uh, supplemental food um, that you can, uh, you know, I mean, it's not going to be, it's not going to be, is soy sauce going to be delicious in that spot? Probably not. Is, is duck sauce going to, you know, light you on fire? Depends no. on what you're trying to enhance. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's... Right? Well, no, you're just... I mean, at this point, in my plan, I'll, you would just eat the duck sauce straight just as straight. a source of calories. Okay. However, I will say, you could probably do a lot better than that with my Patriot Supply. Uh, in fact, their mm-hmm. food is going to taste like home cooking. Uh, you're going to get $99 for four weeks of emergency food. I mean, so you could go that way. But I will say, $99 is an incredible deal for four weeks of food. Mm-hmm. But the duck sauce is included with your order. So it's actually <laughs> free. 
Uh, so you could, you could do both plans. I, I say both plans are both legitimate. That's a good safety tip. Thank you, Stu. Uh, 888-411-5290 is the number to call. Do it right now while you're thinking about this. 888-411-5290 or go to preparewiththeblaze.com. Or ducksauce.net. This is great. Hi, and welcome to Pat and Stu. Um, to our credit, as a people, the majority of Americans believe Russian hacking did not impact the election outcome. Congratulations, no. America. I applaud so, that. I'll let you applaud on your own on that one. Because it didn't. No, I, I you, do, do you believe it, 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 no. it affected the election outcome? I, no, I, I mean, don't I don't even that. know what the case is for it, to You're be honest. so stupid. And, I don't know, either. The, the idea... I've never heard of a single shred of proof. Right. The, I mean, look, did the Russians hack into Podesta's email and the D, uh, DNC's email? Yeah. Um, probably, yes. Yeah, I think the answer to that is, is, is probably yes. Um, all indications are yes, to quote the Magic 8-Ball. Um, however, uh, nothing came of that. We talked about this the other day. Mm-hmm. Can you think of anything... That came out of John Podesta's email. No. The only thing that jumped to our Nothing mind immediately super incriminating. was the DNC's email in which they took a couple shots at uh, uh, Bernie Sanders. So what? Um, which has nothing to do with the election at all. Yeah. Now, if you are um, a hardcore Bernie Sanders uh, person, you might think that that had something to do with the election. Um, however, of course, I mean, I think any rational person realizes that Hillary Clinton was winning uh, that primary. Um, she won by four million votes. I mean, the idea that they were working behind the scenes to move four million people. Stu, that's a razor-thin margin. Yeah, it's not Razor-thin. People are like, oh, that was a close election between Bernie Sanders. and No, it wasn't. Four million votes is not a close election. It lasted longer because she was terrible and couldn't put uh, him away. And that was, of course, the same problem she had with Donald Trump. I mean, she got out to big leads and could not put it away. She kept losing states where she had big leads in polling, uh, losing states uh, where she didn't properly uh, compete. Honestly, she didn't. She didn't. I mean, she just. I mean, the campaign was a disaster, which is why she lost. To Donald so Trump. typical of you to spin it that way. When if only ten thousand people per district voted differently, it would have changed the election. Ten thousand people per precinct. That's all they needed to change that that's an election. Incredible amount. Oh. And then, and then you're at your four million figure. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, razor, razor thin. thin. There you go. Razor thin. Yeah. Isn't that the thing we always hear? If just one person per district had voted differently in the Kennedy Nixon election of 1960, it would have changed the election well, outcome. They didn't. But they didn't. They didn't change differently. No. I mean, the, the other thing is like, and this, this wasn't uh, razor thin like that. No. Any, I mean, in, in any way, it would have been the like general. They're talking about the general. I mean, that was pretty razor thin. Um, yeah, first of all, it, was it wasn't close. that Donald Trump only beat Hillary Clinton by four million votes. In fact, he actually lost by several million votes in the general yeah. in the popular vote, which I know doesn't mean anything. Is it However, one and a half million is that what it wound well, up being? No, was, was it, or was it two? It was over two percent, um, which is a pretty. 2%. It's the biggest one, Holy you know, God. the biggest one of these situations of all time, really. Unless you go back to like there are certain you know uh, asterisks to that, but I mean in in, mm-hmm. in uh, normal in in a normal election, um, that's the biggest one of all time by quite a big margin. However, the electoral college. 40,000 people, if they had switched their votes from uh, Donald Trump to Hillary Clinton in those three states uh, that were the ones that uh, turned the election, 
uh, it would have been Hillary Clinton's election. 40,000. Now, that is a number that is, mm. they didn't do that. They didn't do that, but that is what the, uh, that's how close it was. It was a very close election. The bizarre part about it is it just sort of ended early. It wasn't a 2, 3, 4 a.m. type of adventure mm -hmm. um, because he won states he was not expected to win that were in the East Coast and into the central time zone. Um, it was not, you know, we were not waiting for anything out west to, 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 you know, change anything. Because, like, Colorado was a really close state that Hillary won up winning, um, but it, would, it didn't make any difference. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, New Hampshire was another state that was very close but was not uh, important. And then, I, can't, I can't remember now. Did he wind up over 300 electoral votes? Was it? He did, yeah. I think so. It's hard not to. I mean, yeah. the electoral vote, the electoral college is really uh, designed. I mean, I don't know that this was part of the design. And I, I would like to look back at the founders to see if this is part of the reason they did this. But it, what it does is it rewards small victories with larger looking victories. I mean, you know, a small victory in um, a state gets you 30, 40 electoral votes. Yeah, because uh, it's winner it's take all. Thirty to zero, states. right? Like you yeah. know, uh, you know, with the exception yeah. of Maine and Nebraska, there's no you get them all. So when he, you know, you win states like that, it's kind of it, it winds up being a big deal. So it's mm -hmm. difficult to win in very close elections because usually what happens is one candidate outperforms where people believe they are going to be, and when you do that, you sweep states. For example, before the election, you would say almost impossible for. Uh, for Donald Trump to win uh, Wisconsin. Uh, he's not going to win Wisconsin. And the polling had it fairly close, but he was the underdog there. However, in an environment on Election Day where he did win Wisconsin, well, then Pennsylvania and Michigan are not that big of a surprise. You know, that's the mm -hmm. kind of thing, like, these things move together. It's, it's like the 2008 yeah, it's weird. Um, election, uh, it's, uh, financial crisis. It's almost crisis. like a, a football or basketball game where momentum takes over and kind of sweeps the team to victory that that does happen in elections it does because you know the electorate has it's a snapshot right and yeah. in, on, on that day yeah. you know he was it was within a normal polling error error um and I, in fact it was very close i mean i think it was 2.1 percent she wound up winning by as far as the popular vote and the national polls had her winning by 2.8 percent I mean, it was less wow, than were they point, off. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's really seven <laughs> points. Yeah, I know. Losers. <laughs> I mean, it's a difficult thing. Now, some of the state polls were worse than that. I mean, I'm not saying that the polling was it was a great polling year by it any means. It wasn't perfect, but it never is. It never is. It never it, will be. And, and you know, it's a poll because it's not exact. And I made this point a thousand times before before the election uh, results came in, which is in 2012. There was a normal polling error. What what experts call a normal polling error in that election too. The difference was uh, Obama was favored uh, by one, and he wound up winning by four. So a three-point move, because he was favored, didn't shake people all that much because it was a three-point error towards the guy who was already winning. In this case, it were, there was also about, you know, in some of these states in particular, a few points of an error. However, it went, because it was a close election, went from Hillary to Trump. And that's why yeah, everyone noticed yeah. so much. Well, it shook us, I remember, in 2012, because we were hoping that that one point was maybe wrong. Right. It could have gone the other way. And, in three and it could have gone the other Romney way. Won. And Romney wins. And that's what we were hoping for. So we were pretty devastated by that, by that miscalculation. But the, the media wasn't. Because their guy won anyway, right. so they so didn't it mind. Wasn't that big of a deal? Didn't mind. Um, so again, this goes back to this poll here, where eight, nearly eight in ten uh, say they've been closely following news about the Russian attempts to influence the presidential election. 
Um, majority say the assessment um, would tr prove true. These attempts would be a, a crisis or a problem. 65% say it would be a problem if it, if it were true. Um, and that the... <laughs> who are the... Who... 65% say it would be a problem if it were true? Yes. 35% of Americans don't think it's a problem if Russia affects our election? Where, where, where is every Trump what supporter? The hell? Where is every hardcore Trump supporter voting on that? Because they're going to read into that poll. What you're trying to say <laughs> is that it's a big deal. So therefore, to back my guy, I will take the opposite position on that. I mean, that's, and that's the problem with polling in a lot of things. It's crazy, though, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. That's nuts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, no, that's not a problem if Russia, uh, if Russia hacks into our election and changes the results. Yeah, I think that's fine. That's fine. Would the that's uh, not a problem. Would the election be the same if that if the information was not released? And fifty eight percent of people say yes to that. And I think that's right. I mean, look, yeah. he won the election. I don't think there's any impact on the general election whatsoever of the Russian hacks. Now, the fact that they were either. trying to do it is a big freaking deal, and we well, should care about is. it. And and we should be punishing them for it now. Yeah. You know what we should do is uh, send a strongly worded letter to them. Oh, that's not. Go is crazy. that too much? Oh, okay, gosh. a mildly worded letter. Send that to them or. What if we froze the bank accounts of Russian diplomats who don't have bank accounts? What if we did that? That's interesting. They don't have, for instance, too, too we much. freeze their assets in America. If they don't have any assets in America. But if they ever put them in. Then they're then frozen. If they made a deposit stay after here. the announcement, then they would have some them. trouble. That would teach them. Um, the only thing I would say I'm is. I'm talking distant relatives or, you know, like. Relatives of friends of Putin. Right, of course. Um, and I, I, I support so, your action there. Okay. And I support your mildly worded letter. I just would like that mildly worded letter to be attached to an edible arrangement. I think that's a, that's a fair way to go. I think that's go. fair. I think uh, that's it fair. It bridges the gap between our nations. Right. Um, and, you know, I think you give them the one with... with uh, the uh, the pineapple. You think it's fruit? Or yeah. is and what, notice it. By the way, I'm not saying a sherry's berries, which right. would be a much better oh uh, fruit basket. Yeah, uh, I'm saying just an edible arrangement. You know, and and maybe you don't even include the pineapples dipped in chocolate. Maybe you don't even do that. That's maybe, bold. I, eh, that's probably too much. I, that's, that's my yeah, anger that's, getting that's the best of me. Too bold. Um, but I think it's something okay. you could consider. All right. Um, in a we'll diplomatic circumstance. We'll look at that. More patents too coming up in a minute as we contemplate what we can do for these darned Russians who are so pesky. I don't care what you're saying. I, don't, I, never, I never care what you're saying. Okay, that's a rule for you. I haven't said I, anything. You were talking. I didn't know you I was not. I was just standing here listening to you two. Oh, that's good for you to know. <laughs> and in the you future. were babbling under yeah. your breath. Thank you. <laughs> we were complaining well, about. I believe how you just got done telling me that nobody cared what I had to say. Well, that's exactly accurate. That is true. So I, I, I just stood okay. here and listened to you babble on. All right. Nobody cares what you're saying right now. No one cares. So just go, shut up. Yeah, go in. Um, so this is a new CNN poll has come out, uh, and this is exactly what we've been talking about for how long, uh, that these two candidates were so terrible that by the time uh, Barack Obama leaves office, he will have a 60% approval rating. Well, that's what happens. Um, yeah, because you're like, you're just comparing them. You know, mm -hmm. like you watch him on, on TV and, and um, you know, if you don't really oppose his policies, you're going to say, well, at least he's not... He's not Hillary Clinton, um, and he's not, you know, saying he grabs women by the... Yeah. So, hey, I mean, he seems better. 
Like that's what people. Th- I mean, that's the base level uh, of people. Also, going this. and we've 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 commented on this several times uh, for about a year. Nobody paid attention to what he was yeah. saying. Yep. Because we were all focused on Trump and and Hillary, and before that, you know, Bernie Sanders and Ted Cruz and and all, the primary season. Yep. Uh, so. Absence kind of makes the heart grow fonder. When you don't hear the guy, you forget how awful he really is. And yeah. he truly is awful. Only two presidents in recent history have had higher approval ratings oh, upon leaving um, um, uh, office. 66% by Bill Clinton <coughs> and 64% by Ronald Reagan. That's it. Can you believe um, Bill Clinton, the douchebag he is, had, had a 66% approval rating? Well, that was after... That was that was after Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, that not was after that long the, after the Monica Chinese Lewinsky. scandal where he sold secrets to China, I, which I consider treason. I I mean th- that was after all of that stuff. Only a couple of years. I mean, it was wasn't it? I think it was <sighs> January 1999. Drudge posted posted the uh, Lewinsky thing, wasn't it? So I mean, the 2000 election. I think we're talking it started in 98, years. maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, but I thought it was. 90, I thought it was January 99. Maybe it was January 98. It was somewhere right. It was only a. F- it was in a second term for sure, and only a couple oh, yeah. of years before. It was late in his He was at 66. percent Yeah. And you know, crazy. a lot of people. That's crazy. A lot of people say he. You know, the Republicans overplayed their hand on that, and that's why he became popular. The other part of that, though, is uh, he also went through an election where uh, it was a very contested election. Um, and uh, by the po- by, this point when he's walking out of office, he's dealt. We've dealt with the selected, not elected stuff on the new guy. People are pissed off. I, I remember going through that election. You know, people were just like sick of elections and sick of these two people, Gore mm-hmm. and Bush. That's true. So it's same thing here. I think with with Trump and Clinton, people are just sick of them, and so Obama gets the benefit of that. And you know, look, progressive historians will do everything they can to rescue this guy's legacy. They will go to the mat for him to make him the best president of all time. And you know. His num- there's going to have some numbers to back that up with a 60% approval rating. It's going to be hard to, mm-hmm. to, to, to look at that because you're going to say, wait a minute, he was at 42 for most of, the, for most of his two terms. I mean, he was not a popular president when he was in office. But he's going to leave. He comes into office popular and leaves office very popular. Um, and that's not going to be positive because then people are going are to say, well, it's because of these wonderful policies that work so well. Especially if Trump screws this up and does disastrous things. And, mm-hmm. you know, then it's going to get really ugly. Um, do you see this uh, clip with uh, John McCain on Morning Joe? No. Um, normally, I would never want to play a clip like this, but this is apparently notable. Watch. The Senate Armed Services Committee, Republican Senator John McCain of Arizona. Very good to have you on the show this morning, sir. Thank you. I'm sir? freezing my ass off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, we thank you for doing that, that just, really nice just for you. us. We will talk, we will talk very we'll quickly. We'll be doing that on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a funny moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, he's just, he's so old he can get away with that. Yeah. Because it wouldn't be appropriate for a U.S. senator to say that word. No. But it's John McCain. Come on. Guy's 80 years old. <laughs> it's funny when an 80-year-old guy says ass. <laughs> okay. I'll say we're, I'm freezing right, my ass off cute. in here. Uh, oh, and, yeah. Uh, but that's not appropriate because you're appropriate. only 40. Okay, good. So. <laughs> there you go. Uh, um, so what else has uh, Obama been doing? Um, he's been releasing Gitmo uh, detainees as well. <laughs> um, here's a, a nice list of them. Um, They're all good guys. Yeah, all well, really good guys. Uh, you've got... Um, yeah, let's see. Don't you have Obama, uh, uh, not Obama, Osama's... Osama uh, bin Laden's bodyguard. Bodyguard, yeah. Uh, may have been selected to take part in uh, one of the aborted 9-11 hijackings. Mm-hmm. Uh, gone. 
from Gitmo. Um, uh, let's see. Got a little reprint here. Next up, we've got a uh, guy who was uh, allegedly the leader of an Al-Qaeda improvised explosive device cell in Afghanistan. So ah. really responsible for killing soldiers, uh, the IED cells there. And uh, thankfully, now he's gone. You've got a, a translator for the number two guy in pre-9-11 Afghanistan. Uh, he's now gone, thankfully. Uh, then you've got, uh, and again, like, he was born in 1972. This is not like, you think of like, these guys a lot of times, like, oh, they're probably 80 years old and it's not that big of a deal. Like, these, no, this is a young guy. I mean, mm-hmm. in, in comparison, he could still go back and do damage. Um, and then you've got um, uh, in-depth instruction on the use of small arms and anti-aircraft weapons, IEDs, mortars, and landmines. Uh, another guy uh, long suspected of preparing to take part in al-Qaeda attacks against Americans. Um, now, the Obama administration, according to this, rewrote uh, his assessment to make it low, make him low level. Uh, yeah, you, you get the point. These are the type of characters we're talking about. I mean, Bin, bin, Laden's, bin Laden's bodyguard. Amazing. Uh, amazing, amazing that that could happen. And there's what we said the other day: forty people left, I think, at Gitmo. Was it forty? Yes. Yeah, so, and then ten of them. Are so gone. he. I mean. They've released hundreds of these guys, hundreds and hundreds. We started out with, I think, 650 or something at, at Gitmo, and now we're down to 40. So where are those people now? Uh, many of them probably lining up against us again on the battlefield. And we've seen that with a lot of them. Yeah. Um, and this, also, during the ones they released during the Bush administration had these issues. Now, you figure Bush yeah, was, was actually releasing the low-hanging fruit, right? The ones they were pretty sure weren't going to do anything. And they still had these big problems. Yeah. Um, now, look, age does help that. I mean, when you get into, you know, your 50s, uh, your 60s, <clears throat> your 70s, your 80s, you're less likely to uh, participate in one of those things. Jeffy would know. Um, I mean, you, you probably did more crimes before you turned 80. Than, I mean, you're still doing a lot of them Actually, today. when you think about it, yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Before I turned 80. After 80, you know. You slow down. Yeah, that's bother. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still, usually people the talk knees, to you and you're like, knees aren't good I'm freezing my ass off. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Not, that's inappropriate from someone that old. Yeah. Oh, you're sorry. too old. <laughs> you're too old. You've actually passed the McCain years. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, by the way, we've talked a lot about this year about uh, NFL ratings. Um, and uh, how they're falling apart because of Colin Kaepernick. And I never really bought that narrative. I, you know, maybe it had part to do with certain things. I thought the election was a bigger factor. Uh, we talked about that quite a bit on the air. Um, it does seem now that, like, yeah, the, the ratings seem pretty good. Um, one funny thing about the Meryl Streep uh, part of this, um, uh, TV by the Numbers reported that uh, the Cowboys-Green Bay Packers game attracted 44 million uh, viewers that. on Fox Sports. That's amazing. 41 million watched the Steelers-Chiefs so game. Great. Um, only 24 million viewers turned in to watch Obama's farewell address. So, to, you know, Meryl Streep, who was bashing football, might want to learn a little bit about uh, about the country because uh, people like football a hell of a lot more than they like you. I'm, uh, yeah, oh, no question oh. about that. I'm kind of surprised 24 million watched Obama's farewell. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? I wouldn't watch that if you paid me to. Got 7 million for his last interview, <clears throat> apparent, apparently. Um, I, I will say that um, the review mm. they had uh, the number one the number one um, uh, rated program of the entire year was of course the Super Bowl, right? Um, that happened, and that itself was the case. Yeah. The number two rated program for the entire year was the Cowboys Packers game. Um, the number three rated program for the entire year was the Steelers Chiefs game. And the number one um, rated uh, regular season game of all time was one of the Cowboys games this year as well. 
Um, I can't remember which one it was. Oh, that was the Washington game, I think. The Washington game. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, I mean, it looks like, I think, for the entire season, they will be a tick down. But not well, that big of a deal. And, and also, you know, like, it's all part of, there's a, you know, every year it should be a tick down if it's even. Because, you know, people are going to different formats. They're going to other things. That's Twitter their argument is now the is their other format. Is, mm-hmm. uh, their thir- you know, they got the Thursday night broadcast, let alone the other formats, the broadcasts on Twitter, the broadcasts on NFL Network, the broadcasts on ESPN 1 through 155, all of that. Then, they, then you have the split, the games themselves, which weren't that good. Some of the games, Some of the games were, were not that good. And yeah. you have the breakup of like the Thursday night game doesn't get that great of a rating. And then it cuts down on the overall picture of the ratings, yeah. even though it. There's it, a lot of reasons. I mean, we see the same thing in our, our business. I mean, you know, back when we started doing the show, um, you know, the syndicated show, which is back in two, 2001, um, the only thing you looked at was your terrestrial radio station ratings. It was the only thing you really well, considered as part of the transmitter stick. That's um, what you looked at. That's what you looked at. You didn't care about any of it. And so mm. uh, audiences for terrestrial radio have declined because, obviously, they're going to digital. Now. Yeah, they're going to uh, podcasts. They're going to um, And it's even streaming. more fragmented for us because we're on TV and radio. TV, radio, podcast, In, uh, internet, streaming, streaming, live, streaming. Yeah. I, I mean, there's so many different ways to get the show now. Yeah, which is, by the way, I think great for people. It is it's great. great for innovation. Like, it's, we're not going to be the type it of industry great. that says, oh, we need the horse-drawn carriages. I mean, like, and, like, these are good innovations. And I know radio stations have done their part to try to take advantage of those trends as well. Um, but, like, you know, if, uh, if our station, if WFLA in Tampa has people listening to the Glenn Beck program, but they're listening to it on the WFLA or 970 WFLA, WFLA.com. That's not bad for them. You know, you just have to understand that these things do change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, part of that happens with the NFL. I mean, they're dealing with that just mm-hmm. like everybody else. The NFL is probably the most resistant to these trends than any other source because it's live sports. Yeah. You can't watch it on delay. So you have to watch it live. Um, and even when you watch it on streaming, um, and I thought this happened with uh, our, our own Keith Malinak um, this weekend. And that Keith was watching the Falcons game, but he was, I think, streaming it. So he was on delay from where I was. So I was, you know, texting him going, oh, my God, that was amazing. And then he'd see the play five seconds later. Um, You know, it's not even live live when you're streaming it. You know, you're getting it a little Mm -hmm. bit late. And so you miss out if you're on Twitter watching the game. I know Jeffy does this a lot. You're on Twitter (laughs) watching the games. You're seeing the updates. I have to a lot of times take that uh, turn that off if I'm on DVR delay or something because I don't want to get the updates ahead of time. I want to watch the game, you know, in real time. So, I mean, I'm not surprised that the ratings are always going to tick down slightly. However, I mean, the, the bottom line for all these organizations, including ours, is your revenue. And, you know, you, you wind up, they're still pulling in a hell of a lot of cash. They're not having any problems. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it's like every, people like to jump on these storylines. They did it, you know, they do it with every business. Like the soda one. Remember, Glenn, we were talking about this the other day. Well, soda sales are down and they're going down. Uh, and, and, you know me, I'm a huge defender of, of, of soda. Of course, the soda market is fragmented. Why? There's a lot of new innovative drinks. For example, energy drinks being the big one, which is just soda with caffeine in it, even more caffeine. But they count it as a different category, so they pull those sales out of soda sales. But even if you keep the soda sales the way they are now, the big dis- disaster in their industry is they currently sell $55 billion of soda, and they believe by the year 2050 they may only sell $51 billion you can't, of you soda. You can't live on that, do I mean, is that... You cannot live on that. Oh, no. What a terrible trend. $51 for, billion, dollars, right, they a, might get that low? Right. You can't uh, live on Come that. on, right? <laughs> uh, you know, so it's still a pretty dominant force in our society, and it should be, because soda is life.
Okay. Uh, more Pat and Stu coming up. Yeah, nothing to say after that one, Pat. No. You had nothing I to really, say. Really Just didn't. go to throw it to break because yeah. uh, everything yeah. was said. <laughs> that was it. that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. Just a reminder, mm. Monday, January 23rd, this program. Yes. Mm. Good reminder. Vote Barack Obama Go, uh, into the Douche Hall of Fame. Fame. Where's our banner? We have I'm a just, banner, <laughs> a countdown clock. I'm not saying mm -hmm. is it we're going to vote to see if he makes it into the Douche Hall of Fame. No, the vote is whether he is 100%. Wow, that's you would, a big buildup. You would think that would be the question. Yes, you would. Right? Yes, you would. But we've never, we've never had a former sitting president elected to the Douche Hall of Fame, if I'm not mistaken. Because Bill Clinton's not in there. No. You know, George right. W. Bush certainly isn't in. No, you're right. Yeah. That's interesting. Right. We never have. Mm -hmm. um, we do have uh, a... Jimmy Carter would qualify, I think, as a douchebag, as yes. a Hall of Fame douche. But we've never we've never tested I that. Say, the irrelevancy clause. Right. I yeah, think, that's I true. Think it's a factor there. All right. What do you got? Uh, let's uh, also I, I like the HW's note to uh, Trump uh, at the inaugural uh, address. He's sick mm -hmm. and uh, not able to make it. But he in wrote, fact he's in the hospital. He wrote uh, he wrote down a little note saying, uh, "Hey, um, my doctor told me that sitting outside in January will likely likely put me six feet under." So. <laughs> Guess we'll be in Texas. Sorry, can't make it. God bless. And I didn't vote for your ass anyway. Uh, I think that's true. But they are. <laughs> or any other part of them. I will say, like, it's interesting the part, like, the Bush family in particular, like, they held out throughout the entire election. Yeah, and now, did. once he's been elected, they really have seemingly moved to yeah, embrace the guy. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's just the respect yeah, of the office. but um, And the Republican Party. Yeah, the Republican Party as well. Now, we're talking a little bit about the NFL and how they're uh, struggling with, uh, you know, viewership down. Uh, the new Super Bowl 51 is about, uh, I don't know, 17, 18 days away. Yes. Uh, something like that. Um, they're going uh, commercials, a 30-second slot uh, during the Super Bowl. Yep. Ah, $5 million. Yeah, $5 million. $5 million. So that's on Fox. Five million. bucks. The first Super Bowl, um, a 30-second spot was, I think, 30000 <laughs> uh, I, mean, I just saw this stat at the yeah, game, and I think it was yeah. 40. Was it 42? Whatever, 40 to maybe. I don't 40 know. It was, it was very little. Very low. Compared to It work. was actually a little more than I thought it was from that because no one cared about that. You could buy tickets. You could walk up and buy tickets. Yeah. For the first $12 was the most expensive ticket you could get. Incredible. The most expensive ticket was $12. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> yeah, we've come a long way, baby, to get where yes, we got we to have. today. Yes, All right, triple eight seven two seven back. More pet and stew is, uh, you know, you know, inevitable. Darn it, I hate when it comes it's back just, because I like inevitable. when they go to the commercial parts because you get important All messages right. you need to know about, right. and then they come back and they just start blabbing. Yeah. And I just hate it.